Hey, welcome to Bit by Bit Metagame, the first of our new roundtable series. This week, we welcome back our quality control manager Zane Markoviak and our regular returning guest Eli Shermer, in addition to your hosts Blake and Brian. Today, Brian talks about getting scammed. Blake wants to know what's up with EA's Star Wars game license. Eli talks about nostalgic 90s toys, and Zane wants to talk about the upcoming paintball season. Grab a seat, let's break it down. Okay, so here's how here's how metagaming works, you guys. Everybody brings a topic to the table. But I could be like, hey, so I got scammed today. And then, so then you're just, I go, you know, hey, this happened. Um, do you guys have any times that this happened to you guys? Or what are your feelings on uh, scammers? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what are my feelings on scammers? What are my feelings on scammers? I'm for them. <laughs> Trying to make a dishonest I'm living. I'm on their side. <laughs> side, of the, side of the con, man. I don't know. Like, that is so stupid. It's not stupid. It works. I get why people do it, you know? Because it works. Yeah. It's really convincing. Like, um, yeah, he's, he's a guy was a good grifter. Absolutely. And the thing is, like, you want to be able to trust people, you know? Like, you want to trust mm -hmm. people. But I don't know. I'm, I'm far too cynical for my own good, so I just don't trust anyone, you know? <laughs> so that's, that's kind of how I <laughs> typically avoid it. It's just kind of like, nope. He's so good, I doubt that he was 100%, and I'm still going to let them go through with installing the water system. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> just skating the law. Oh, yeah, our, our filtration system is made out of baby bones. <laughs> made out of baby bones. <laughs> baby bones and stem cells. <laughs> don't you know that's the most efficient, Blake? Come on. But don't tell the government. <laughs> yeah, if they call, they're going to call here asking call. about baby bones. <laughs> no, don't tell them that there's any baby bones in our filtration system. <laughs> And that was the thing. I wasn't planning on telling the, like anybody about, about, about the that, that agreement we had. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I know now it's really important that you don't. Do I don't it. say anything about the baby bones. <laughs> oh god! The fact that he's just gonna write you a check is yeah. so sketchy. At first, I thought it was a personal check. I think it's out of his personal work account, though, because he said something about sending it from... Oh, yeah, I'm going to have so-and-so send it to you. I'm like, but I thought you were going to send it. Yeah, that's Darlene down at the head office. She's going to just mail it, it right was, on down to you. Something like that. Yeah. And he's going to include more movie tickets. We So we had to pick between the movie tickets and the coupon book, and we picked the coupon book. And then he, at the end, gave us the movie tickets... And then told us he was going to send us two more movie tickets, and then gave us two more movie tickets. Okay, so, he's so we're gonna end up with a, six movie tickets. He's either a really good salesman or, or really the bad. worst. Oh, maybe or he's the worst. worst. This is this is his. <laughs> this this guy's is gonna his, end up fired because he's trying to get you a good deal, Brian. This is his. This is his big sale because he's making years of penance for all the grifting he's done. Oh my god, that's hilarious. That's what it is. 
That's this and what is was how this guy's name? About. Jack. Jack. Oh my god. Yeah, gosh. like a jack of all jack, trades or something. The water salesman. Know, the water filtration salesman. He's gonna jack my identity. Jack be nimble. Yeah, Jack be quick. Jack's gonna steal all your. Sh <laughs> 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 oh good. <laughs> gosh, I never get the good. Like I always get people that are awful at grifting. Like they're terrible at it. You just know. You just know. <laughs> if I ever had a good one, I'd be screwed. Oh, I could tell a story about that. So the other day, I'm 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 walking uh, somewhere downtown, and I pass this guy, somewhere. and you know he's asking me for money like they do. And uh, typically, you know, you do the well. I don't have any cash, which is typically true because who carries cash? Because yeah, who carries cash? And uh, you know, but this time he stopped me. I had had a couple beers and. I was like by alone, just by myself. wasn't in a hurry, so I'm like, "All right, I'll talk to this guy." And uh, easy prey. He's like, "Hey, you know, I need money so I can get on the bus. I'm trying to get back uh, to my girl. She's up, uh, or she's she's uh, somewhere else. I can't." He didn't say like where she was, so I was like, "I was like, yeah, where's she at?" <laughs> and he was like, "What?" <laughs> I said, "I said, where's she at? You're trying to get back to her. Where is she?" And he said. Uh, up in uh, Gary, Gary, Indiana. I was like, okay. He goes, I call it the GI. <laughs> I said, do you now? I said the GI. You call it the gastrointestinal? Yeah, I said the GI. All right, man, all right. I'm like, okay. So this guy, he either thought on his feet and quickly came up with this like little convincing bit, or he's telling the truth. Either way, don't really care. Here, have $2. <laughs> Here's two bucks. I shook his hand. I'm like, good luck, man. That's all I got. Go find your girl. <clears throat> Go and get back to your Please girl. Please don't cut me. Please don't cut me. He seemed like a good dude, you know. He was just, I don't know. Maybe he was scamming me. Maybe he wasn't. Could be. But he, he came up I with a, a convincing narrative on the fly, so I respected him enough to give him the $2 ahead on it. Because that's, that's what you need. Good, clean narrative. Good, clean narrative, man. It'll win me over in any situation. There was a guy outside of, I was we were going over to play in Pages. We pulled up and we parked. Um, and I'm getting ready to get out, and this guy, he walks straight up to my driver's side door. And oh, so I boy. crack the window. Car's still on, so oh. I'm ready to, like, peel off in any second. So I crack the window, and I'm like, he goes, hey, you got, uh, you got money? It's, it's really cold. It's really hard for me out here. I just, I just need some food. I need, I need some, I'm really cold. <laughs> I was like... Uh, you know, I don't, I don't really have any cash, and I was like, well, no, you know what? All right, tell you what, I got five bucks. Here's, here's, here's a five dollar bill. So I hand it to him, it was, and he goes, oh yeah, cool, thanks, thanks, hey. And I was like, yeah, don't mention it. And I go to roll up my window, and he goes, hey, um, so do you have maybe like some singles you could push my way? Like it is just, it's just really hard for me out here. I just could use some, uh, some dollar bills if you have them. Like. No! Get out of here! Get away from me! I gave you a five! (laughs) He only accepts smaller change. That's what it is, yeah. Like an old vending machine. That's what it is. Only accepts ones. Only accepts ones. He's gotta hit up the club. And they gotta be like perfectly crisp. Only says the word ficus. He was just talking about going to the strip club. That's it. That's all he wanted. Somebody in the club getting... That's what he meant by it's really hard. He probably walks like 20 Mm -hmm. streets from 20 streets north of the strip club. That's how he gets warm. Just asks people for singles. Asks for cash. So by the time he gets there, he's ready to rock and roll for a couple hours. 
The low grade grift. The low grade. It's just, it's just <laughs> see, really hard. See, for he's him. asked for an insignificant <laughs> amount of money. The water man. He was a Jedi master grifter. <laughs> he, he was. Yeah. He was the. He was the avatar of grifting. Turns out, the water company not even a real thing. <laughs> water doesn't even exist. He. The water guy was hired by ADT <laughs> to come get our information, the and then they're going to rob us. <laughs> it's actually ADT that's robbing people. Oh, they're driving their own demand, so they hire people to <laughs> rob people's houses. Car says. These people didn't sign up. Put them on the list. <laughs> send in the water man. We'll send in the water man. That's so funny. He's what you would call a specialist. What do you guys think about Lucasfilm potentially taking the Star Wars game rights away from EA? Oh, I saw that. For it. Mm, I, You know, they kind of squandered their rights there. <laughs> I think you're right. I think they're realizing yeah. that. Like, there are a lot of good like, studios I feel, out there. Like they, yeah, they could have given it to anyone, and they were like, yeah, EA, sure. They make good stuff. We'll give it to them. And then EA was like, all the money. All the money. <laughs> where does it go if it's not? Like, where where else do they take it? You know, I'd say they do it like they used to when they were LucasArts. And they just, yeah, you know, just self Anybody. Do their own thing. Like they That'd could sweet. license oh, yeah. it out to like just have studios come in and pitch mm-hmm. them awesome Star Wars games and then license it out. You know. Heck yeah, it's the way it should be. It's the way it should be. I support. <laughs> Is that it? I support. What Star Wars game would you like to see? Kotor three. Either come back, <laughs> or what? If you could make a Star Wars game, what would you make? Well, I want Rogue Ooh. Squadron back. Okay. Yep. Like, if they came and, like, mastered that and, like, gave it some new ships and, like, it'd be sweet. What was the basis of yeah, Rogue Squadron? Rogue Squadron was all, like, air air combat. Yeah. Um, it was There uh, was a couple of games. Was that on GameCube? Game yeah. And in 64. Yeah. I think I have a copy of the GameCube one. It was pretty sweet. And, like, all the cheat codes and stuff would, like, get you, like, you could, like, walk around the ad-ad or whatever. It was sweet. It was really cool, yeah. And the re- one reason that I love that those games is because they let you fly the freaking B-wing, and there's like another game out there that does. It's my favorite, like uh, Star Wars ship. It lets you fly all yep. the ships, which was cool. It wasn't just like that; it was all of them. And mm-hmm. with the cheat codes, you could get pretty much anything you wanted. Ah, oh, man, it's making me so nostalgic right now. You know what game needs to come back? But Which actually one? needs to be finished. Mm. Thirteen, thirteen. Yeah. The Boba Fett one that actually would have gone into the underworld of Star Wars. Man, you're all about that, that underworld, aren't you? Yes, yes. It's the most unexplored part ever. Zane, tell me, tell me your interest in the underworld. Well, okay. So I have had a deep-seated want to be a space pirate. Like, okay. Just that life of That's, like Blake wants Han to be Solo a space pilot. On so. the run yeah. And like, like. Just being able to, like, you see a ship, like, oh, let's rob that freighter. Like, it's a life of danger and excitement. And also, you know, people chasing you down because you're poor and you stole money or lost your cargo. Like, that type of stuff. Just the general life of a scruffy-looking nerf herder scoundrel. Like, oh, 
Like, yeah. And it's just, it's never been really explored in the Star Wars universe until, well, when Solo comes out, I feel like we'll get at least a healthy dose of it. Totally, yeah. Mm. That sounds fun. Hope, I'm, hopefully. I'm excited. <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. I wish they would make an open world Star Wars game. Uh, would you count? Would missed? you count online? Like the older uh, I'm thinking, Star Wars, the older public. No, like I, yeah. I, like it sounds bad, but I measure everything to Skyrim. Oh no, yeah, I mean Skyrim's a, for the amount of times it's come out and sold, Skyrim holds up to that to being put on that pedestal. I just think that you could take like. Uh, you know, you could do a Star Wars open world game with interplanetary travel, and you could make a hell of a game. I think that's what uh, uh, No Man's Sky. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to no be. I like uh, that game. Visceral Star Wars it. game before they canceled it was oh, supposed to be a lot man. like that. Oh, where man. it was uh, visceral, R.I.P. Yeah, no, it it uh, was very much like. Uh, Uncharted, like it looked unlike Uncharted. Oh, cool! As far as that third person, that same third person perspective, the graphics were similar too. Heck That'd yeah! But uh, that's awesome. Yeah, it would have been like small little hub areas on each planet, you know, stuff. Go where you want, adventure game. What's the What's the new game that's coming out? It may already be out. <clears throat> we watched it. It showed up at E3. They had that commentary uh, over it. It was. Uh, there was like there were like hub cities, and then you had like these Destiny style suits. Oh, Anthem and Anthem. That's I can't what, wait for that's Anthem. Kind of what that made me think it's of. EA, so I'm you know skeptical as always, but it yeah. looks like uh, the game I've been waiting for for a while. I hope mm, it. I hope so. I hope it pans out, man. I'm really looking forward to it. But they did. Uh, they just announced they're delaying it to 2019, so we still got a while. Hey, you know what? Delays are good. De- yeah, delays, delays are good. Are good. So it means they're putting in more work on the game. It's, you're not. They're actually working on it. You're not getting. You're not getting a crappy product. So here's something I've noticed. <laughs> when it as, as I get older, with the combination of uh, becoming a PC gamer, I yeah. don't care about waiting for games anymore. Because I okay. always have yeah. something to play, you know, or oh, something sure. I'm trying to finish. So it's not like, you know. I don't know. I love PC gaming for that fact. I don't feel mm-hmm. like I'm obligated to pay $60 just to play what my friends are going to be playing, you know. Mm-hmm. It's a different, uh, totally different experience. What do, you, what do you guys think about that? Games are so much more accessible now. Like with PC, you have Steam. You pull up Steam and, oh, five minutes, you install a game that you had, but you just didn't have it on your computer yet. Like it's it's so much quicker and easier than having to go get your disc and put it in. Granted, mm-hmm. that changed with like xbox one where you could download mm-hmm. it directly on but it's just so much quicker and more streamlined as opposed to console yeah that's another reason i like it too because i can just f- literally f- you know press alt tab and flip from working on homework to playing PUBG, and then <laughs> flip yep. right back to it you know even while waiting in the <laughs> yeah. lobby i can do that but uh yep. it's true that's that's pretty cool you know otherwise i would have to dedicate time to stop what i'm doing go in the other room get online even though I have been streaming my Xbox to my PC lately, a little, little, really? little oh. bit, a little bit, playing some Halo campaign, <laughs> of course, as I do. PC gaming has been really good 
I I remember thinking, no, that's something I'm never going to be able to get into. Just the thought of the keyboard and having to coordinate, you know, all those keys. I don't know which ones do which. Usually with the controller, I I know that jump is A, and if not, there's like there there are a lot fewer choices to pick from to figure it out. Right. Um, we played we played a game called Dino D Day last night. It was ridiculous and fun, but it took forever to figure out what the controls were. I, I basically ended up pausing, just stopping in the middle of the map and mashing buttons to figure out how to switch who I was playing as or switch my primary weapon. And I f- figured out how to have a flamethrower. So then it was, but it was fine after that. It was, I knew how it worked and I kept going. I still haven't figured out who has the flamethrower. How you get the <laughs> My secrets. I'll figure it out and then I'm going to burn your ass to death. <laughs> From last night. I'm going to come here and I'm going to burn your water house down. I'm coming back for you. (laughs) I need to get into PC gaming. You do. I I really do. Join us. I I feel like I would use... (laughs) I feel like I would use the controller, though, like all the time. Yeah, well, no, that's that's what I did to start off with. I started playing PUBG with controller. Um, What you need to break yourself of that is... uh, Customize like a, a a macro mouse, a mouse that you can that you can put all the key combinations onto buttons, and mm-hmm. then it's 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 kind of the training wheels moving you upward to the mouse and keyboard because you still are using your thumb to do all that stuff. Right. Absolutely. Maybe interesting. I don't know. I just love the controller so much. Mm-hmm. I mean, most things support so. it. It's comfortable. Eli, what uh, what's rattling around in your brain? What's a, what's a, what's something that's happened in your life? What's something that um, you've looked at and gone, hmm? I wonder what other people think of that. Oh, so the I was what was I going to tell you? Oh, the other day, the the like game of the month for Xbox Live was Crazy Taxi. Yeah. Never played it before in my life. Really? Never, yeah, I never played it. And so I opened it up and, like, played, like, two or three rounds or whatever. And it is Simpsons Road Rage. Yeah, it's like the same game. Reverse it. Yeah, it's, like, exactly the same. Yeah. I had no no idea. I want to say that they were both developed by Sega. Was Simpsons Road Rage Sega? I wondered about that. I don't know. I know it was Fox, because... Fox owns Simpsons, and now Disney owns Fox, so... Right. Yeah, now Disney owns the Simpsons. Disney owns everything. Disney does own everything. It was made by Radical Entertainment. No, published by EA, I was wrong. Hmm. And THQ, back when EA had to partner with somebody THQ to publish it. challenge everything. That's EA Sports. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> no, EA Sports. It's EA in Sports. the game. It's in the game. And then that's, I guess, which was oh Challenge Everything just EA? That was just EA, yeah. EA. Challenge Everything. Challenge everything. Did that electric turnout, though? 
Mm-hmm. I watched the SpaceX thing the other day. Yeah. We're we're in the future, people. Right? Isn't it crazy? It, it like it's blew blowing my mind. My mind. Like, yeah, I was watching it and I was like, "This is not real. Like, this doesn't even look real." I know. <laughs> and so, like that happened, and then they did the whole drone thing for the Olympics, and mm-hmm. it was like, "We're gonna make a snowboarder, and we're gonna." And I was like, "We can do this, this dude." Is... I'm so glad that you were like so moved by that, like I was. <laughs> it's like it's freaking like, me out. Wow. Yeah. We had nothing like. I just thinking about how far technology has come in my life, mm-hmm. like it's outrageous. Like we had Tamagotchis, yes, Gigapets, yeah, Gigapets. Did you guys have? I had the scanners thing. Have you? Do you I, remember those? So I wanted one so bad, and by the time that I got it, I was. It was more of like. My desire to have it was to fulfill that desire from when I was a kid, and then I got it, and I was like, I don't actually care about this anymore. Uh, they were like a little, I don't know if you're familiar with this, Blake, they were like one of those little handheld games. They came around, they came out around the same time as like the little electronic Pokedex came out, and oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, things like okay. that. But they had a barcode scanner on them. Mm-hmm. And so you would scan barcodes, and if you got the right one, like you would catch monsters from them. And then oh, you, you know were... what? I think I had one of those. I think I and had one of those. You were supposed to battle with people. I didn't have anybody to battle with. Yeah, but I had the all thing. these monsters. <laughs> I just remember tearing my house apart to like, looking for find barcodes. barcodes. Yep, yeah. absolutely, dude. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Oh my god, did you have this robot dog too? The Poochie. Oh, I, totally had a yeah. I didn't have yes. any. They they were like a big deal with music or something. Like, didn't they, like, uh, yeah, you could play music and it would dance. It and would it dance. Had, it's That's like eyes I'm would like light up and change. Like Taco Bell, KFC had mini- miniature the ones little miniature ones, like the little kids, yeah, cheapo ones, yeah. It's so funny. Yeah, so like that's the technology like you know we had growing up. And the Pokedex with the tiny little LCD screen mm-hmm. that was like, and now we're landing rockets backwards. Yep. <laughs> what? What? Synchronized. Synchronized. Rocket pods. Yo, it was scanners. Scanners. That's what it was. That's what it is. Yeah, with oh, a yeah. Z and a K. I'm like looking at them right now. Yep. <laughs> Oh, I remember these things. That's crazy. I had that one. Mm. Which one is it? Is it the green Mine one? was green. I think I had the, like, navy gray one or whatever. Yes. I wonder. Can you still buy them? I, don't I, had, the, I had the green one. That's what I had. They call it Y2K aesthetic. <laughs> horrible design that it has. Oh, man. It's, yeah, it's got that little, like, tube, fake tube going down the side. Mm-hmm. They're thirty bucks. Thirty I still bucks. Have mine. I still have mine at home. I know I do. We bringing them back. It's gonna be a bit by bit fad. That Bring and HeroScape. Well, let me tell you what they did. They brought them back in the form of Pokemon Go. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. What's great about phone apps? Everybody's already got the device. <laughs> that was the same time that like Hit Clips was running around. And yep. For sure. All you guys. Those things. 
Scanners.org slash barcodes has free barcodes for your scanners. Oh my. I remember I remember getting the bar like the barcode font on like Word. Yeah. And like trying to make them oh, <laughs> to man. see if I could like come up with something that would work. Heck but yeah. Alas, I don't think I ever came across anything. Dude, I, I used to do that. I made my own Yu-Gi-Oh cards when I was a kid. I like printed them up. I made them on the computer. I used to have uh, that. I totally forgot about this. I used to have a Pokemon stationery maker program. Really? What? Yeah. Yes, that you could like. It had little like clip art of Pokemon, mm-hmm. and you could like make different stationery and like birthday cards and like things like that. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. It sounds like something you'd get in like an Applejack's box. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. It was not though. I think we purchased it. <laughs> I think we paid real money for it. I'm pretty sure we paid real money for it. How about uh, Zane? You got anything you wanna you wanna talk about? Anything on your mind? I mean. All that's on my mind is paintball. Paintball. I'm ready for it to warm up. Oh, I got the whole new kit. I'm freaking ready to go. But nowhere's open yet, and all the indoor courses are not super great. Mm Mm-hmm. It's it's driving me nuts. You go up to, like, Fort Wayne, I think, to find a good overfield. Yep. Like, Die just announced their new gun, the M3, and it's looking real slick. Also... Real expensive. Of course. But, oh man, it's it's a thing of beauty. Was it like eighteen or nineteen hundred bucks? I think it's about eighteen hundred. But yeah, yeah, it's it's so pretty looking. Like I just <sighs> I miss uh, I miss the early days of paintball. Yeah, like the before real electronic guns before, well, not necessarily before, but back when like the Angel was like the only thing on the market that had electronics. Oh, I remember, like, you you would hear about the angel, and you're like, oh. Or the f- yeah. ion. Did you ever have an yep. ion? Nope. But, yeah, they, well, they have, that's a whole, like, barrel thread is the ion thread. The ion thread, thread yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's, like, the ion thread, autococker, which is standard for everything, mm-hmm. pretty much. And then they've got, like, the 98 Tip thread, 98, which, which is, is for, yeah, it's funny that they made thread. their own, it's, it's crazy. Why are they still uh, using the 98 threaded barrel? You know? Well, why is Tipman? Yeah, like why is Tipman still... Why do they never change it over to the same format as the A5 and X7? It doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, I would say like it's probably just like... I feel like the 98 Custom is the like AK-47 of paintball guns. Oh, absolutely. Like, it's stupid reliable. <laughs> like you can run it into the ground. Literally run it into the ground and still shoot yep. with it. Like, fill the whole chamber um, with mud. <laughs> yeah, and it'll, it'll still, still shoot. shoot. Like it's, yeah. If it's not broke, don't fix it. And like, I mean, it's it's a great gun. I've got one that's completely assembled, and two that I gutted for parts. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think any self-respecting paintballer probably does. <laughs> Just as yeah. random '98 customs, if they've been in it a while, yep. just laying around the house. Like, oh, that one has no grips, that one has a response trigger, but that one doesn't. Yep. Uh, what got so you guys into paintball? 
Well, for me, I went to this father-son camp with my dad, and oh, oh, it was it was really great. I was like, I think at the time I was like ten or eleven, and so the I guess group that was starting the camp, we went out to their farm, and they set up like a miniature speedball field okay. with those rolled bales of hay, and this field or local pro shop came out with a trailer full of gear and you just went and like you basically they ran a little rental shop out of that and we played in that field and then also they had this huge like right next to the field this huge like wooded area with a giant like Mm -hmm. ravine like river type thing and that was my first experience with paintball and you know you're a kid you're literally shooting like 3,000 rounds of paint a day, just blowing through money, but, like, your dad's paying for you and you don't really think about it, so you're just like, this is awesome! Yeah. <laughs> the time of yeah. my life. And I remember distinctly, so it wasn't just a father-son camp for, like, little kids like my age. Like, there was a guy that I think he was either active-duty military or he had just gotten out. He had his own ghillie suit. Oh, wow. And it... Like, as a 10-year-old, you see that? It's terrifying. Yep. You're like, I am going to die. That yep. bush this is alive. This is the that end of my story. The bush <laughs> is alive. The bush thinks it's people. <laughs> the like, bush thinks it's people. Oh, it, was, it was amazing. But then, I was like, I was on the paintball high, mm-hmm. right? We got home, we like found the local field, and bless their hearts, like... They have a rule that you have to be 12 or older to play. Uh, and I can respect that because, like, one little kid gets hit too hard and they go crying. Parents get ticked off and it could just be a whole slew of things. Mm-hmm. But as a little, like, 10, 11-year-old Zane, like, I just wanted to play paintball. I loved it. Like, I didn't care about getting shot. It was just so much fun. Like, you go out the entire day, don't hit a single person. And you go home and you're like, it was awesome. I did this where I just ran around and I grabbed the flag, but then I got shot. But it was awesome. <laughs> like, oh, it's just an amazing sport, but it's the price point's too high for most people. So it's it deters a lot of people from truly, in my opinion, the greatest sport. I don't care what sure. man is the most play. dangerous game. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. It's true. Baseball is tough. It really is. Like it's physically demanding. No matter which yeah. way you play it, but I don't know. I, yep. but I always went on it with church trips and stuff mm-hmm. when I was mm-hmm. real young. And then uh, <clears throat> one time, we, my buddy Paul and I, had this other friend that was like, "Hey, going up to this paintball thing up north. It's a two-day thing. You camp out. You know, you play. You know, four or five different rounds." You know, with these, it's like hundreds of people. It's gonna be awesome. We're like, uh, okay. We're like 16, so we're like, yes, we're going Obviously. to this. So, um, so that was uh, one part, kind of a liberating thing because it's like I'm 16. I have my license. I can mm-hmm. actually go do do this. You know, on my own. I don't have to have a parent or anything. So that was like a cool thing to be able to get away and be on my own, even mm-hmm. at 16. And then, you know, we just started going so consistently to these um, Milsim games where, it, you know, it, it's military-based, it's squads, it's major factions fighting over objectives, taking flags, running missions, you know, earning points over a whole weekend, and then, mm-hmm. you know, whoever wins, wins. But uh, that's the 
<clears throat> kind of paintball that I really enjoy. And then out of nowhere, uh, Paul and I one day finished a game, and we felt like we had played extremely well. And then this dude came up and asked us, you know, what our names were and said that we're starting up a faction of this nationwide team. We need dudes, and we really would like you to you know, come by and see if you're interested. Holy cow. And then from, yeah, which was like one of the coolest days of my life. We like, we played it real cool, you know. We played it off real cool. We're like, okay, man, yeah, yeah. sounds great, you know. Here's our number, shoot us some info. And we get out, we get it like away from them, you know. And we're like, oh my God, dude, we're going to be professional paintball players. We're going to be, we're going to be pro paintball players, man. Which, I don't know, semi-pro maybe at best. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it was, uh, that was an experience it was glorious and made a lot of friends that glorious. way. Met some of the coolest people. Mm-hmm. Um, experienced a lot of different places, and it was paintball is a great sport, and it has one of the most wholesome communities of any any sport or any activity that has a community like following. You know, yeah. uh, just really, really like you can fight against a guy all weekend. Yep. You know, but the second day you run out of paint, run out of money, and you're just chilling. He walks by, he'll throw a bag of paint at you. You know, get back out there. You know, cool. I want I want to shoot your ass on the field. Get get back out there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's those kind That's of fair. people. That's awesome. Yeah. Eli, have you played paintball? Yeah, I played a couple times. Yeah. It was really fun. I played and like I'm just too trigger happy so I'd like run out of paint and then I was just kind of screwed for the rest of the match yeah. <laughs> until somebody died and I could steal their paint but it was really fun we played King of the Hill and then we did like a kind of like a one team versus the other one holds defense in a city and the other like takes them out it was sweet Yeah, I love stuff like that mm-hmm. when you get down there's like two guys left defending and everybody <laughs> attacking's left and you're like Oh, this is it, man. <laughs> it's going I don't down. know. That feeling of like you know you're going to die and it's like a movie or something. Mm-hmm. The thing that's really awesome about it is like all the guys that were like super tough and like look at me, I'm big macho man. Like they always got out first. Like Oh yeah. They get like cocky. it does Yeah, like it doesn't matter. You can like you could be really good at paintball without having to be super athletic, which is nice. Mhm. Absolutely. There's, uh, I, I do want to tell you about this one guy. Um, his name is Joe. Yep. I, I don't know. I'm not going to say his last name. Uh, this one guy that we used to play with, his name is Joe. And he was uh, ex-military. And he played on part of a team called the Goodfellas. They were all ex-Marines. Um, fairly young guys in their 30s. But Joe had been hit by an IED in Afghanistan. Oh, wow. And um, he lost both of his legs, one of his arms, and all but two fingers on one hand. Oof. So Perfect he's for paintball. Yeah, yeah. So he's you know he's got it pretty rough. But one of the coolest guys I've ever met, and so incredibly positive given his situation, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but like when we first started playing with him, they would put Joe on a sled with a gun yes. and just pull him around. Like one of the other guys tied him around That's his awesome. waist and just pulled him across the field. That's um, by the time that um, like Paul and I were up in commanding positions and stuff and were calling them in to play for us. Mm-hmm. They had built Joe a tank out of an old electric wheelchair that That's was awesome. completely oh enclosed with, uh, it had a Tipman 98 
turret with a response trigger. No way. So he yes. would just he would That's just roll awesome. around and just mow dudes down, and they couldn't take it out because you had they had uh, stars painted on each side, like three mm-hmm. inches tall, mm-hmm. and you would have to nice. cover the star with paint to uh, eliminate him. He was just a wrecking ball. So that's, I don't that's know. Awesome. That's just an example of like you know, you can find ways around like any limitation to kind of find a way to play and enjoy it. Oh yeah. And I don't know. I just love yep. paintball. I, I think it's so cool. It's awesome. I played Gosh. a little bit. Um, played on my my 16th birthday. That was I got my got my license, and then met up with like. Gosh, I think I, I got like 15 people from school. And we all went uh, to this kind of backwoods paintball place and had a day, and it was awesome. Um, And then, like, there were a couple other, yeah, like you said, church trips and stuff like that where um, we would go out, and there were the the speed round ones with the inflatable uh, obstacles. I don't really like those. Those were just kind of meh. Like I, I love like the ones where you have a building or whatever in the middle, or I love where the it's ones more of like, like a realistic like battle scenario. Yes, yeah. Like if there was like a fallen city or something like that, and you were able to, yeah, I think that's awesome. Heck yeah, dude! I wish I had time to uh, design scenarios still, because yeah. it's like the ultimate. It is. It is the ultimate form of being a dungeon master. Yeah, it, yeah, because yeah. it's it's happening in real life. <laughs> you actually have to adjust it on yep. the fly and stuff. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I just miss that, like being able to sit in my office, craft a story, and then take it somewhere and have two hundred people just like accept it and play right into the story <laughs> because they're just there to play paintball. It's like I'm subjecting this mass amount of people to my ridiculous like narrative that I've created. That's Which sweet. is that how Forced Civil War reenactors work? I don't think reenactors, because they follow, like, like, as close to what history dictated. Okay. That's true. At least, I'm not 100% certain. Like, I've been to, I think, one reenactment, but I think that's kind of how it goes down, is that they... It's more like acting in a play that isn't on a stage. It's one giant open area. Um, But I'm not 100% sure on that. Mm-hmm. Were you were you involved in the reenactment, or you no. were just watching? No, no, I I was a civilian just watching. A civilian. There was a girl from college that was like hardcore into that. I think she still yeah. is. Oh oh yeah, she's all about it. I know you're talking she, about. She like made awesome her, her and her outfits. Brother. Yeah, they they just they were all about the reenactments. They made super authentic looking stuff. I, some of it may have even been authentic. I think it was. Some of it was. That's, yeah. I mean, that's cool. I'm like, <laughs> I'm glad they're super passionate about it. Mm-hmm. That's just like kind of uncommon. I don't know. I've never met anybody that's super into it. Well, I've never been met anybody who's been super nerdy about water, but that's a thing. But man, <laughs> they're out there. <laughs> Hashtag Waterman. <laughs> Fear the Waterman. Fear the Waterman. It's the new Slenderman. I want to thank everybody for listening to the first episode of Bit by Bit Metagame. I want to thank Zane and Eli for being on this first episode with us. 
Gotta give a quick shout out to Podbean, the new hosting service for Bit by Bit. They're pretty awesome, and they have a fantastic set of tools for uh, getting all this done. If you want to become part of our awesome community that's incredibly active, come join us on the Bit by Bit Hangout Discord. A link can be found in the description. Come play PUBG and Dead by Daylight with us. It'll be great. Our OG Patreon, Knights of the Bit, are Andy Yorksoy and Hayden Gertz. If you want to hear more about Brian's scam, subscribe to the Podbean Patron program to gain access to special episodes and audio clips. Music for this episode provided by a great guy named Jazar. Check him out on Free Music Archive and BetterWithMusic.com. Supplemental music this week is provided by Phil Mack. That sweet Cantina remix can be found on FreeMusicArchive.com as well. Copyright information is Jazar at BetterWithMusic.com. That is J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. Copyright code CCBY-SA. Thank you all for joining us again. We will see you next Tuesday. You are my brother, Anakin. I was going to show you the way.